Achieving success, being healthy and wealthy, and lifelong happiness is anyone's ultimate dream. In the grand scheme of things, self-doubt limits you from achieving great things. The path towards the zenith of success and controlling your life is at your hands. This is the Unlimited Influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. Turn it into a color. And does it have to be a color? No. If you're somebody who thinks they're um, they're, uh, uh, aphantasic and you can't turn it into a sound, turn it into a smell. My, my observation of aphantasics is that they actually do see stuff. They're just not conscious of it. They can't consciously access of it. But you ask, you ask an aphantasic to describe stuff and say, well, watch their hands. You ever notice when people talk about their shit, they move their hands? I got this problem. If I could just get past it, life would be good. I just could figure out where it is and what it is. <laughs> you laugh. Watch people. When you get really strong rapport with people and you see them do this, you can literally walk up to the, into their proprioceptive grid, take it, let's just put this back here and tell me how that feels. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> it's pretty good. Right? Why? Resonance. Okay? Color breathing is here's my problem. First level. Here's my problem. What do I want instead? What might that be like? What might that be like? Okay? So think of something on a scale of one to three that you want to change. Close your eyes. Go ahead. Don't be bashful. Something you want to change. Point to where you feel it. Point to where you feel it. You're all like, I'm writing. Stop. Shut up. Point to where you feel it. Notice there's a color connected to that feeling. Just know for yourself what color or colors it is for you. And now, ask yourself the magic question. What do I want instead? What do I want instead? First impression. Once you know what it is you want instead, ask yourself, what might that be like? I call this your Steven Spielberg moment. I want you to make an alternate reality movie where you have exactly what you want instead. And I want you to make it awesome. I want you to make it big as a drive-in movie theater screen. Crystal clear like an IMAX. Turn up the sounds, the smells, the tastes, the feelings. Best experience ever. And when it's perfect in every way, I want you to watch it over and over and over again. Not once, not twice, but hundreds and thousands of times at the speed of thought. With each repetition, I want you to make it ten times better. A hundred times more powerful. A thousand times more thrilling, fulfilling, and satisfying than ever before until it overwrites and replaces every experience you've ever had before. And then it just keeps getting better. I'd like you to notice that there's a place in your body where those amazing feelings start. Where they grow. Where they spread from. Take a moment. Point to where you feel it. Notice there's a color maybe even a series of colors connected to those amazing feelings. What color or colors might that be for you, first impression? Whatever they are, 
I want you to notice as you watch that movie, step into it and live it, first person, over and over and over again. The faster and more deeply you live that movie, the faster and stronger those energies begin to grow. Notice how it begins to grow and expands to fill your entire being from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and all points in between. And then it just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger until it becomes so strong, so powerful, it begins to radiate, radiate. Radiate from your body like the rays of the sun, forming a beautiful colored frame around that new reality movie that you've created. And when you're ready to own it, to personify it, to embody it completely, I want you to reach out with both of your hands. Grab that frame and the reality inside of it. Lift it up over your head. Expand it to fill the infinite universe. Pass it through your entire being from the top of your head to the tips of your toes, mind, body, and soul over and over and over again. And notice what happens to that nasty colored spot that was in that one part of your body and just keep passing it through until it's completely gone. And then keep doing it until every part of your body is vibrating in perfect harmony with this new vibration, this new frequency, this new energy and reality. Just keep doing it. Now, you may notice as you pass through this, you get a little warm. Some people break out in a sweat. Some people get tingly. Some people laugh. Some people yawn. Some people cry. Some people twitch. Some people just feel waves of emotion coming up. However your body does it, that's just your neurology resetting itself. Keep doing it until it's impossible to go back to the way it was. And when you know that's true, test it. When you realize it's true, test it. Try to go back. And try to bring that old feeling back. Try to turn the new feeling off. And notice what happens instead. When you're done, just look up here. What just happened, my friend? That's different. How many of you are like, uh, 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 right? Not uncommon. What the hell just happened? How many got hot? About 50% of the time, you're going to get a thermogenic release. Remember, there is no alchemy without fire. Right? What happened to you, Patty? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it had a diff, just a completely different vibration. Is that other stuff gone? <laughs> now, try to bring it back. Now, here's, the, here's the, how you test that. Besides, try to bring it back. Notice what happens instead. This is, I'll, I'll explain this a little bit later. But you're going to get three basic responses when you ask them um, to try and bring it back. They're going to try and bring it back, and nothing's going to happen. They can't. They can't bring the old feeling back. They try to bring it back. The new feeling gets stronger. You tell them to bring it back. They look at you, get pissed off, and say, I don't want it back. <laughs> You're done. You understand? Okay. Now, especially with color breathing, uh, like level one color breathing especially, there's a couple of other things that can happen. Um, Salva, let me use you real quick. Okay. So, how many people here are familiar with some? Oh, let me get us. Let's not blind you. <laughs> how many people are familiar with this concept of Russian dolls? You know how you take one doll out? And, all right. When your body encodes a trauma or a, what I call a holographic memory unit, a container, it places it somewhere in the body. But your body doesn't group things by what by when they happened. It groups them by what they have in common. This is why when you regress the cause, you don't always get to this initial sensitizing event first. You get a couple other things that are similar. It stores it in the body like that. So when you find a, a, a problem and you ask them what color it is and you generate the resolution frequency, 
if the if the the area is like right here and it's this big and you wash that area with the frequency, a lot of times, best case scenario, it's gone. But a lot of times it'll go from this big to this big. This is called this is called the, I call it the Russian doll uh, scenario uh, phenomena. It doesn't mean you failed. It means there's another issue. You cleared the first one. This is a different issue. So you ask them what color this is, what color would dissolve it, and it'll shrink again. And you just keep repeating it until it's completely gone. The other phenomena that can happen, again, notice there's no content involved in this at all. I, I'm outside the container. I don't need to know a damn thing he's processing which makes it really good for people who have a lot of sexual abuse, childhood abuse, where there's a lot of shame and trauma. Perfect for this, right? What can also happen is he's got something here, right? And I wash the area with that color. All of a sudden, it moves to here. Different issue. Just connected. So I wash that color. It moves to here. <laughs> I, wa I just keep, I just, this is called body mapping, okay? This follows more, I think this follows more the lines of tension and fascia, right? But again, this is where all your acupuncture meridians run is in your fascia, right? So you just track it through the area, and that's using a color to dissolve a color, right? If, and you can keep it super bare bones by saying, okay, what color is it? What color would dissolve it? Fill the room with the color, wrap it around you, breathe that color through the area, and you're going to get one of those phenomena, okay? That's how you do it. That's color breathing, right? Now, you notice that Thank you, Saul. We'll have a seat. I'm going to pick on you a little bit later. Um, you notice that magic frame is at the apex of the pyramid. Most of you are pretty familiar with energy spinning, yes? How many people are not familiar with energy spinning? Okay. So in energy spinning, I'm opening a bunch of loops here, but I want to teach you the three techniques because I want you to spend the next hour doing this to each other. So I want you to make a list of shit you want to fix, and then you get to diagnose and decide which technique is going to fit the bell better. Right? This is your emergency first aid kit anytime, anywhere. You can do this at Starbucks, in a line at Starbucks, because I have. <laughs> right? You can do this in an elevator. I had one student do this while driving a car at 70 miles an hour down a highway. <laughs> okay? Anytime, anywhere. This almost destroyed my practice because I used to charge by the hour. And I could fix shit in minutes. I had to drastically retool my programs. Anyway, so the magic frame is at the apex of the pyramid. Why? Because if any of those other techniques don't work, like it, it hits a certain level and then it stops or it goes away and comes back, you're going to have to magic frame it anyway. So why not just start with that? Now, the way you test if it's a magic frame scenario, again, questions. Remember, I keep coming back to questions. Is it okay to get rid of this? Second question. You've got to be watching them. Is it okay to get rid of this? Because they're always going to say yes. Is there any... Look for the congruency of it. In other words, if they're going, is it okay to get rid of it? Yes? Then what do you want instead? Is it okay to change it? Okay? So again, if they have a problem getting rid of something, because some people think they need to have those crappy memories... Right? That's why the magic frame is also so important because the magic frame allows them to preserve the part of those crappy memories that they actually wanted and let everything else go because at the current, the current program that they have, it's all or nothing. They, go, they don't get to choose. Once you have installed magic frame, they get to choose what to keep and what not to keep 
and the system's willing to let it go. See, the system, if the system thinks you're going to make the same dumb massive mistake again that you've made three times in the past, it's not going to let it go because it's going to, it, it has to keep you safe. Does that make sense? But the moment you extract it, it'll, it'll let the rest go. You'll feel the energy just leave the body. 50% of the time or better, you'll break out in a sweat. You'll get hot all over. It's normal. Okay? But because these other two, if there's a safety lesson attached, you just preserve that right away. And a good chunk of the time, all you need to do is magic frame it once. And it's gone. You don't have to do anything else. But even if you don't get rid of it 100%, you nuke it with the rest of them. So you start here, and then you can go, and you choose. You go into energy spinning or color breathing. Do you need to magic frame it again? You can, you just, it's like Legos. You understand? And you just, psych, you just link the chain however you need to with these three techniques. Now, to do energy spinning is really simple. You close your eyes. You point to where you feel it. Ah, come on up here, Salva. We'll just do one real quick. You got something you want to get rid of? Okay. Scale of, zero to ten, scale of 1 to 10, how big is it? Ten. Oof. I'm excited. All right. Is it okay to get rid of it? Yeah. Any reason why you might want to keep it? No. Excellent. I want you to go ahead and point to where you feel that. First impression. That's right. So I'd like you to notice that there's a color, maybe even a series of colors connected to this feeling. What color or colors would it be for you? First, black. I want you to notice. I want you to reach and grab all that black energy, take it out and hold it in your hands in front of you. Make sure you get it all because sometimes that shit hides. You got it all? There it is. Hey, let's find more. All there? Excellent. As you look at this color, Savo, did the color change or stay the same? First impression. Same. same. Notice it's moving. It's spinning in a certain direction. What direction is it spinning? Excellent. I want you to grab it with both of your hands. And I want you to play with the direction it's spinning until you find the exact speed and direction that gives you the exact feeling you want to have at the exact intensity level that you want to have. And then when you find that space, I want you to spin it like a wheel and double the spin. Double the speed. Oh, so you still, you're still training. There you go. Got it? Now double the spin. Double the speed. Double the force. Double the magnitude. Keep doubling it over and over and over again until it takes on a life of its own. Until it's impossible for it to go back the way it was. When you know you've got it, slam it back into that spot. Notice the change. Notice it's gone. Notice as this new program works its way deeper and deeper and deeper into your neurology, any program, any belief, any memory, any experience that's not in harmony with this new set of instructions. Your neurology is going to begin to shed. It's going to begin to purge like a snake shedding its skin, like old software being uninstalled by newer, better, more powerful software. So there's no need to measure it, manage it, or make it happen faster. Just notice the process taking place. Allow it to install itself completely. And when you know, he's sweating like bullets. When you know it's done, test it. Try to bring the old feeling back. Try to turn the new feeling off and notice what happens instead. Many times this new program works its way deeper and deeper and deeper into our system. People go through all kinds of interesting transformations and sensations. Some people break out in a sweat like you're doing now. Some people laugh. Some people yawn. Some people cry. Some people twitch. Some people just feel waves of emotion coming up. However you do it, that's exactly what's supposed to happen. It's just your neurology resetting itself. There's no need to measure it, manage it, or make it happen faster. Just notice the process taking place. 
allow it to install itself completely. And when you know it's done, test it. Try to bring the old feeling back. Try to turn the new feeling off. Notice what happens instead. What do you notice, brother? It's white. It's white. Is that a good thing? And it's gone? Scale of... Okay. When you're ready, open your eyes. Notice how different you feel. That's a happy camper. Of of all the different of these three, this is the most fun to watch because you'll see people. The best part is you don't have to believe any of this. Nothing I showed you today requires you to believe it. You just got to do it, right? If you can use your body, use your imagination, point to where you feel it. Go with, and trust those six dynamics of an unconscious response. All of these techniques will work. Notice I did not say believe it. I had, part, I had a person in L.A. You all, you all, you've all had these people. Like, like you kind of, you want them to do something, but they don't really want to do it, so they just kind of pretend to go through the motions. It's like, point to where you feel it. Uh, what color is it? I don't know. Well, look. Uh, it's green. You, you, you know these people, right? I had a guy up in L.A. did exactly that. I had it like, it was like pulling teeth to get him to point to it, make it a color, pull it out. And then I said, okay, now notice it's moving, it's spinning in a certain direction. What direction is it spinning? He's like, I don't know, like this. Okay, great. Make it the opposite of what it was. He goes, what? Just grab it and make it the opposite of what it was. I go, now, move, now spin it the opposite way. He's like, what? I said, spin it the opposite way. Like, now here's why we get the body involved. If the body's engaged in the process, it doesn't matter what the neocortex believes. It's just a matter of time. So about 35, 45 seconds into him doing this. <laughs> he slams it in. I grab, I, just like I slam my hands over his. I add my energy to his. He just, he just wriggles like a fish on a hook for like 40 seconds. His eyes are rolling. Sweat's pouring out of him. He, and I just hold that space for him. And after about a minute or so, I put my hands on. He goes, what the fuck just happened? Because <laughs> he wasn't there to learn therapy. He was there to learn how to pick up chicks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they'll shake. You'll watch the eyes frivolate. Yeah, yeah. One of the things you'll notice is the body will start to do all kinds of crazy shit. You've got to let them know that's, that's what's supposed to happen. Because the body's going to vent it in whatever way is normal. Some people, I had one lady, I was doing a gray room demo. She, she was 20 minutes after she was out, she was still shaking. And she was, what's going on? I said, it's just your body venting. And we're talking, and all of a sudden it stopped. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're magic. No, it's you. Right? So, energy spinning. Oh, uh, someone pass the microphone to Kelly. So I know we're talking about feelings and events and things like that, but I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if, if somebody comes in, and you're treating or you're working with them for IBS and you just magic frame or yeah, there's a, or there's a very, yeah, you always magic frame because the, the, the IBS is a chronic condition. Chronic conditions always have a reason. They always have a reason and you've got to vent that emotion. So if you ask the right question, you can gen, you can put it, you can either completely eliminate it or put a huge dent in it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Your, your intestines are one of the most emotional, the, the, one of the biggest receptacles of emotion. And so that's why a lot of massage therapists won't work on your abdomen. Because they know they start pressing on your tummy, you're going to freak out. Right? Emotions are coming out. Right? 
Um, but yeah, IBS, it'll work. It'll, it'll either you'll either get to do a, a to do chronic and terminal stuff because I've done it. You actually have to ask a slightly different question. So in Chinese medicine, we have this phenomenon known as root and branch. Okay, acute pain symptoms, symptomology, they're all branches. There's a reason the tumor's there, and there's a feeling connected to that reason. Where in your body does the feeling connected to that reason live? Where is it stored? Okay, I'll give you. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll just tell you how I discovered this. I was at a, a training in 2013. I was at an NLP certification at Dr. Richard Bandler's place in Orlando. I was on. Uh, I was on break, and my good friend James C2 had been telling people about my experiences in China, where I discovered how to use this on cancer. Uh, and he was. He told this one guy named Gustavo, and I'm just sitting there. It's a 15-minute intermission. Okay, let's understand. I'm in the lobby. Of, like, if I was standing outside of this room waiting to get back in. This gentleman comes up, and he goes, hello, are you Dr. David? Well, I wasn't Dr. Da are you David? I go, yes. I go, my name is Gustavo. James T2 says you can cure my cancer. <laughs> James T2 says what? James T2 says you can cure my cancer. You got to remember, up until the, I'm a regression therapist, I work with cancer, but it doesn't take. I, I got 15 minutes, so I'm like, and I got another download. I said, point to where you feel it. He goes, that's prostate cancer. I said, that's not the problem. He goes, what? I said, that's not the problem. There's a reason that tumor is there, and there's a feeling connected to that reason. Where in your body? does that feeling connected to that reason live? He points at his heart. I said, close your eyes and look at it. Notice there's a color connected to that feeling. What's the color? First impression. He goes, it's red. I go, excellent. Reach in, grab all that red energy, take it out and hold it in your hands in front of you. Make sure you get it all, because sometimes it hides. About 90% of the time they find more. Right? He pulls it out and I go, as you look at it, did the color change or stay the same? First impression. He goes, it's the same. I go, excellent. Notice it's moving. It's spinning in a certain direction. What direction is it spinning? He goes, it's going this way. I said, grab it and make it the opposite of what it was. Now double the spin. Double the speed. Double the, and I'm doing it right along with him. We're dancing in the middle of this freaking lobby, right? Keep doubling it until it takes on a life of its own, until it's impossible for it to go back to the way it was. Key phrase. When you know it's impossible for it to go back to the way it was, slam it back into that spot. He spins and he spins and he spins and he slams it into that spot. And as soon as he slams it, I, just like you saw me do with Stavo, I slam my hands over his. He goes, because oh, I'm adding my energy to his. I'll explain some of that. I swiped his conception vessel and his governing vessel, his gallbladder meridians and his triple warmer meridians. And I came back and I, I added more energy to the system. Do you need to do that? No. It's just something that, that was part of the download. And I hold him there for like 45, 50, uh, 45 seconds to a minute. He breaks out in this massive sweat. He turns beet red, and his entire personality changed. He lost his anger. He lost his anger. And he goes, oh, 
And I'm like, bye. Because <laughs> my, 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 my seminar was starting. I, 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 I got to know him a little bit better, but I didn't think much of anything. And then about three or four weeks after I got home, you guys remember back in the early 2000s, there was this little teacup Pomeranian named Bo who was like, the world's cutest dog or whatever, right? I get this package in the mail. It's this little stuffed bow. And there's a letter. And it's from, it's from Costa Rica. Gus lived in Costa Rica. And he's, he's thanking me for what I did with him in, uh, in Orlando. And there's all these numbers. This is before I got my doctorate. All these numbers. I didn't understand what the numbers were. And so I called my, my student, Zach, whose mother was a critical care nurse. And I said, what are these numbers in here? He goes, oh, they're tumor markers. His tumor had shrunk by 50%. Can someone pass the microphone? So um, you said that um, IBS, acute, uh, it has always uh, the reason. Um, isn't it that that isn't it like that everything has its reasons? Like, mm -hmm. so why did you? All, here's here's how I look at disease. Disease is a metaphor. It's a communication. It's your autonomic nervous system's way of communicating in, some, in a way that's going to get your attention because it doesn't have words. But what happens is when certain emotions gravitate to certain organ systems or meridian systems, when that system can't handle the emotions, it's, it's shunted off to its young organ. So, for example, if I've got a lot of grief and betrayal and trust um, and loss, and my lungs are weak, my, my large intestine will volunteer to hold that energy because it's the paired organ. And so the that's why you'll get gas or, or you know, constipation or bloating. They call it T stagnation. It's all just energetic stagnation. It's really what it is. Um, and if you think about it as stagnation, it gets really easy to fix. But the minute you attach a story to it, like somebody's diagnosed with cancer, the first thing you do is go on the Internet and read up everything there is to know on cancer. You just made that tougher to get rid of because you've added a story to it. All magic works because we take an energetic unit and attach a story and a geometry to it. It's, it's actually quite cool and makes things a lot understandable. So if you think about it for a moment, if you, uh, the Chinese medical systems, they say that your cells are composed of five basic things. Heat, light, sound, electricity, and magnetism. Heat, light, sound, electricity, magnetism. If you go to a chiropractor, what are they going to treat you with? Heat, light, energy. You go to a DO, what are they going to treat you with? Heat, light, energy, sound, right? So they train you how to do what these machines do. If you come to vibrational, I'll, I'll, just one second. If you come to vibrational healing, I'll show you how to do sound and vibrate your own organs. It's pretty cool. And then you learn how to project that out of you and vibrate other people's organs. It's really cool. But... Um, all right, go back to your question. And, um, when we were doing the exercise, there was this uh, this question, and when you are sure that it will like uh, never come back, for example. Actually, the word I used, and this is important, when you realize it's impossible to come back, test it. Now, once again, the most powerful language patterns pattern that exists in human beings is the awareness verb category. The awareness verb category. And here's one of the things it can do. 
The awareness language pattern category allows you to set up automated processes in the minds of the subject. In other words, if I say, realize the truth of what I'm saying, your, your entire focus of attention goes on finding what's true in my statement to the exclusion of everything else. Right? It, you can't, and even if you know I'm doing it, you can't stop it. And I don't have to use negations or fancy languaging. It's just a byproduct of how this particular set of patterns interacts with your neurology. So when I use it, when you get the videos, by the way, those of you who, who scan that QR code, not only am I going to give you the notes for this, I'm also going to give you the video. But you gotta, I, I'm only going to send it out to the people in the autoresponder. So if you haven't scanned your QR code, please do so and, and enter your name and stuff. I may give you some other freebies too. Um, not, not so much because, honestly, you don't need them. If you just get the basic steps, point to where you feel it, notice the color, reach in, grab it, take it out, spin it the opposite direction, it'll work. You can do it completely. You can have them just mimic you, and it'll work. So the secret to this is, I'll be right with you. I've got her and then her and then her. Sorry. No. Go ahead. I just wanted to ask because I couldn't like do that. I couldn't realize that. Like, uh, okay. Is there just, any what happened is you probably tried to short circuit the process. You probably just take longer. Okay. The, see, the reason that this works, aside from the linguistic power of it, is it taps into another neurological phenomenon that NLP discovered called a convincer strategy. There is a certain number of repetitions that your brain and your autonomic nervous system have to go through a process before it installs and is accepted. Each of you will do it. You will have a different number of repetitions that that has to happen. Now, if I were teaching you to be a neurolinguistic programmer, we would have a 45-minute elicitation process so I could elicit all the, the parts of your brain that you're using and how many times. But I'm a hypnotist, so I can cheat. All I, can, all I have to say is keep doing it until it's impossible to go back to the way it was. And when you realize it's true, test it. And you'll cycle as many times as you need to. But what happens a lot of times, especially in a group like this, some people process faster, some people process slower, and they see other people getting done, and all of a sudden they, they feel pressured to rush through the experience. And, that, and they, cut the, they cut the process short. So I understand that if, if you felt that way, I get it. We're in a group, and I have to keep the group moving. But I, like for a lot, some of this stuff, I take forever, whereas my students, are, they're over and done. Right, so. Um, Just the last one, the last one. The sixth okay, one. that's four. I'm going to start charging. Three, three. <laughs> the, the sixth one. And, and this, oh my God. The sixth point. And the time is unlinear. Can you say? I'm not sure, but either your mic is not on or. No. Never loud, never linear. Yes, thank you. I can, but if Check I do that, we won't get to the actual practice part. Okay? The six dynamics of the unconscious mind. For those of you who came late, the unconscious mind always answers first, always answers honestly, always feels like you're making it up. You always have an urge to edit what just came up, never loud, never linear. What does never linear mean? You all, if anybody's ever done regression, go back to the very first scene, situation, or event that is the source, the beginning, the root cause of XYZ problem. They came in for something that happened when they were 35. All of a sudden, they're five years old watching their parents argue over money. And the first thing they go is, that can't be right. That's what it means. Many times where the client expects they're going to go is dramatically different than where they end up. Okay? That's all it means. 
The icky feelings, the naggy feelings are the ones that are they're not weak, they're deep, and those are the things you need to clear first. On the same note, how many people have ever come across a, a client where it comes in with a, a problem that you know you can fix, but they have this terror that it won't work? And they bring that, they keep bringing that shit back, right? In case it wasn't obvious, the fear is the worst of the two problems. If you try to take care of the presenting problem and then take care of the fear, they'll bring it back. So you nuke the fear first. So if they've been to 37 therapists and failed every time, they're coming in thinking that it's not going to work. So you don't, you don't approach the main problem head on because that's not really the main problem. The main problem is their fear. Fear is a negative. You'll learn about this tomorrow. Fear is a negative manifestation phenomena. Okay? If they're coming in, Jerry Kahn used to talk about the four possible attitudes for a hypnosis client to have. Anybody here train with Jerry besides me? Oh, man. You should go to Omni Hypnosis and buy everything Jerry Kind did. Right? He's a four, there's four possible attitudes a client can take in a hypnosis session. I love these suggestions. I know they're going to work. That's the one we want. But there's three others that can completely shoot your, shit, your session to shit. First one is, I hate those suggestions. They're not going to work. <laughs> right? If they hate what you're saying, yeah, you probably got the wrong patient. Right? Um, eh, I don't hate those suggestions. I don't love them. Maybe they'll work. I guess they'll work. Remember, if your unconscious mind isn't emotionally invested in the suggestion, it's not going to work. It's not going to act on the suggestion. The only way to get around that is massive, massive mind-numbing repetition, right? Because the unconscious mind perceives effort through emotion and through repetition. The third one is the one that shoots more well-meaning therapists in the foot because it sounds so much like the first one. I love those suggestions. I hope they work. Remember, hope is the bastard son of try. <laughs> right? We all know trying is lying. But think about the, the, think about the dynamics of the word hope in your mind. Don't we use the word hope when all the odds are against us? Everything is pointing to the fact that it's not gonna, something's not going to happen, but there's a tiny chance it might. <laughs> right? Well, remember, your unconscious mind is lazy. It sorts for what's familiar. Right? If you give, if it's have 20 years of doing this and a minute and a half of doing this, it's going to do that. And that's what hope does. Right? So eliminate hope from your, in this, in the context of therapeutics, eliminate hope. Because the, the, the conversational dynamics of it sends your, your, your person's mind in a different direction. Now trust me, there's a, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the theory behind all this, but I want you to have an experience first so you realize you don't need it. You understand what I'm saying? Because once you've had an experience, now this gentleman has all kinds of experiences. Anybody else use this stuff clinically out in the field? I, I know she has, right? I know this gentleman has. Uh, did you have you used it before, Thomas? Yeah. yeah. Spinning, yeah. Spinning is where everybody starts, but now you add these two, and now you have anything that comes up you can fix. I know that, that sounds like a big claim. Don't believe me? Go do it. You have 660 plus people out humans in their natural habitat. All looking to feel good. So you have two ways you can do that. You can take away their shit or find something that makes them feel good and make it even stronger. Because isn't that what the first thing I did with you? See, when you, you can amp, again, it's all frequency, it's all vibration, but it's all coded. You have the editing deck. So you can turn anything you want into anything you want. 
It's just sometimes we have somebody to guide us through a process so we don't have to get in our own way. Do we, do we need a potty break? Trade All right, point away, Philip. <laughs> you laugh. This works. <laughs> yes, this, uh, I just have a quick question. Okay, question here and then yeah, question here, and then so we'll give much, you a potty David. break. So good. Um, this is really great. I'm an, uh, a regression therapist. Mm-hmm. So when you do the work uh, where he released the anger, because anger, I bleed off the anger before mm-hmm. you can ever do yep. anything else, right? So yep. that was pretty impressive. What do you do with forgiveness, um, forgiveness work? That's really, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Here's what's weird. You know, in, in, a, in if you're trained in regression or pretty much any other from, they tell you that that forgiveness is like the the, the cure all. <laughs> it's true enough to be true. The problem is most people don't understand what forgiveness really is. Right, right, right. You've all had this experience. Especially if you're a regression therapist, you regress to cause, and the first thing that pops out of their head is, "But I forgave them for that." No. No, you didn't. Speaking the word doesn't make it true. Forgiveness is a feeling. But here's the problem also. Many people can't get to forgiveness until they've gotten to acceptance. Or bleeding off the end. They're in denial. This is where most of your cancers come from. They take an emotional energy and they stuff it and pretend like it didn't happen. And it creates a massive... Energetic emotional shell that just gets stronger until it actually becomes what we call chi stagnation. Chi stagnation becomes blood stagnation, and now you have a tumor. If you go to a medical qigong practitioner, they're going to give you special exercises that are going to break you. In other words, they're going to give you exercises that build up the energy in that area until you have an emotional abreaction. It might take weeks, and then they'll start treating you. Because now the armor is gone and they can go in and clean out the stagnation because before they couldn't get to it. You can't process what's inside the shell. We have an advantage because we can do it in two fucking minutes. Point to where you feel it. Now make it stronger and stronger. All the way back to the very first scene, situation, or event. And we just and now we can process it, right? This is what makes you better energy workers than most Qigong people. I promise I will give you a break. Energetically, the map of the human body. You have a soul. That's who you truly are. Okay? Understand that. And you're just a light. You're not a male. You're not a female. You're both. You're a light. To exist in this realm, the soul creates a template. This is called your spirit body. In Chinese, they call it the Shen. The realm of the Shen is emotion, thought, and intention. Sound familiar? The Shen pulls in denser elements to create an energy body. That's what Qigong people deal with. Qigong means energy skill. That forms a a denser set of elements we call the physical body. That's the map. The only disciplines I have encountered, all of your shit is in your mental body. The source of all your stuff is in your mental or spiritual body, your Shen body. That's why you can go to a pranic healer or you can go to a Reiki person or you can go to um, even DNA theta healing to, to a certain degree and they'll go in and they'll clean it out and later it's back. Why? Because you cleared the energy, not the generator. It's just like you got the branch. You just got another branch, but you didn't get the root. You guys 
with this model, you go right to the Shen body. You go right to the spirit. And sometimes, every once in a while, you go right to the soul. How many people here have ever heard of a phenomenon in hypnosis known as the hidden observer? The hidden observer. Every now and then, during a deep trance process, this other part of a person will come out. And it speaks different. And it's calm. And, it, and if you ask who it is, what he's, I just observe. Say hello to the soul. Because that's what it does. When it creates the body, it's, it knows everything. It's, not, it's the divine part of you. It's not bound by time and space. It sees everything. It understands everything. It's affected by none of it. Okay? But it needs a vehicle to exist here. And that's the Shen body, which is the blueprint, which pulls in the energy, which creates your physical form. When you have an emotional experience, it's filed up here. It creates energy to manifest, and then it comes out the physical body. You guys leap right to the top of the deck. When you clear something, a psycho-emotional issue, you dissolve the thing generating the energy, and 99% of the time, especially with these techniques, the symptoms go away. And they go away fast. Why? Energy body? Spirit body? It's not an illusion. It's not a hallucination. You ever, you ever, we all heard of the astral plane, right? Do you ever look at the descriptions of the astral plane? It sounds an awful lot like an imagination. Right? When people gesture, they're using their physical hands, their energetic hands, and their spiritual hands to access filing cabinets of information that are in your mental body. Does it make sense? So when you point to where you feel it and you reach out and touch it, not only are all the divisions... You don't even have to think of this as a spiritual thing. You don't have to think of it as an energy thing. You can think of it as a neurological thing. And it'll still work. That's the beauty of it. Because no matter what disciplines you're pulling from, whether you're a martial artist, an energy worker, a hypnotist, a medical practitioner, an MMA fighter... Everything human beings do intersects at the autonomic nervous system. Therefore, all the things subjective and objective that we process must be encoded in a substance and a language the neurology can understand. And when you give your neurology the right instructions, it can do almost anything you ask. I haven't found many things it can't, it can't do yet. I'm still exploring. And now I give it to you. Go out into the world and play with this. Point to where you feel it. Reach out and touch it. Create the connections. Work with the system and find out how you do it. But think of these things. You can think of these things as purely hallucinations like old school NLP did. Or you can think of them as fields of vibrational energy being expressed to you in the form of a metaphor. And because you can manipulate the metaphor you can manipulate the energy and the information in it, right? Your neurology cannot create a vibrational metaphor that expresses one thing without automatically creating the potential for its opposite. Remember when I was talking about Gus? I said, take it out, notice what direction it's moving. 
All I did was make him up. I made him just change it to the opposite. Neurology says, oh, I can do that. Now you amplify it until it can't go back, and then you put the program back in the computer. 99.99% of the system, the program was identical. This is said, oh, I can do that. Why? Because he created it. Is it really that? Well, you find out for yourself. When you come back from your break, I want you to get into groups of three. I want you to write down three to five things that you want to change. And you're going to guide each other through these processes. You pick your favorite one. You pick the one that comes easiest. You start with that. The secret to learning none of this is to try to learn all of it. So take a training tip from Bruce Lee. Start with what you're good at and make it even better. Make your strengths unstoppable and your weaknesses irrelevant. Right? Start with you're always you're you're all going to have one that's that you like that's your favorite. Start with that and then add the others. Uh, there was one more. This lady had a question. Where's her microphone? You thought I forgot you? No, I never forget. Okay. So my question is um, about the energy spinning. Mm -hmm. uh, first question is, you can use that for uh, medical stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Dr. Bill here, Dr. Anapol, he's a critical, he, he uses this on anything that comes into critical care because it's faster than drugs. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay, so um, with that one, you know how at the end when you, you like, put your hand around on him and use your energy and mm -hmm. all that? Well, how do you do that on how do you do that online? Because I'm strictly. Oh, I online. do it all the time. It's it's really the whole. The, here's here's what I do. All right, this is kind of weird, but I'm I'm working with someone online and I'm doing the spin with them. So even though their eyes are closed, because it's energy is a non-local phenomena, and I have a rapport connection, I'm actually influencing them. If you watch me when I'm working with Salvo or when I'm doing, I have a lot of demos of this on YouTube. Every time I bring someone up, I'm doing it right with them. Because I'm in rapport with this person, their mirror neurons are picking up what I'm doing. I'm amplifying the energy in my body, and I'm spinning it in the same direction. So I'm actually adding more energy to their system. And then when they go to slam it in, I, I slam my hands over them. And because the unconscious mind and the neurology is not expecting that strong a jolt, the first thing that happens is, holy shit, something really did happen. It's almost like an instant or shock induction, right? And, and, then he, and then you'll just see them just start to process. When I'm doing this on Zoom, mm -hmm. I can either just guide them through the process, like I I'm standing that. next to them. Yeah. But what I'll do sometimes is, if I can, especially if I can get around the monitor, as they slam it in, I will actually do this. And the monitor now represents them. And I'll hold that space. Right? All these work wonderfully through Zoom. And that's what's cool. You can deal with some pretty heinous shit. You don't have to be in the room. Right? I mean, I, 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 I had, I don't, I want to keep telling, I'm going to keep telling stories if I don't, I don't you guys are going to like float home. All right? So it is uh, 419. Let's take, uh, is, let's do 10 minutes because I want to get us back and I want to get us practicing. Thank you for listening to the Unlimited Influence Reprogram Your Subconscious Mind with Dr. David Snyder. Stay updated by visiting at www.davidsnydernlp.com and follow social media accounts. If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, 
Don't hesitate to call at 858-282-4663 and we can talk more about what your mind has to offer. 